every time it's here. We'll pick you up and dust you off when you're done with Everclear. We're the ones, have some fun, recovery 101. Recovery 101. The show you gotta hear. You're back from smoking crack when the reapers draw near. We're the ones when you're done. Recovery 101. Recovery 101. Recovery 101. Hey, I'm Dr. Drew, and you are listening to Recovery 101. Thank you to Teddy for our marvelous Recovery 101 jingle. Recovery 101 does not speak for A-A-N-A-O-A-C-A-G-A-P-A-L-A. Gosh darn it. S-L-A. Sorry, what else we call it? S-L-A-C-R-R-R-M-M-D-R-A-H-A-P-A-S-W-A. The S-L-A. Okay. Simonese Liberation Army. We don't speak for Occupy L-A. Hey! We don't speak for any of those guys. Neither do they. Yeah, I know. Matter of fact, we don't even speak that well for ourselves. Speak for yourself. Welcome to Recovery 101. Hi, Shelly. Your name is? My name is Bruce B., but hi, Shelly. Hi. Hi. This is Bruce B., as always, with? We just went through this. I'm Shelly, and he's? I'm me. Oh, my God. And Mark. We, we don't. We don't, want to screw, the, we don't want to screw Sarah up too bad. Yeah, now we've got the identification out of the way. Well, Sarah doesn't like things to change too much, so that'll just mess her all up. So that's why she comes and sits in the peanut gallery so often to monitor us, so we yeah. don't step too far out of line. Yes, she's not just the peanut gallery; she is the police. She is. She's, she's the peanut police. She's the recovery. Which recovery is le- which is a letter away from being slightly dirty. <laughs> wow! Wow! I missed that, but that's so okay. Shelly. What? How are you doing today? I have a cold. You have a, just, you not, have a code in your dose? I have a code in my nose. <laughs> it's not that bad of a cold. I mean, well, of course, now having said that, it's going to turn into pneumonia. Yeah. But well, it's 42 degrees in the studio tonight, so I don't know why. What I don't understand is how, and I was it just telling Mark cold this. to me for some reason. Me either. Maybe it's because i got a heater in front of me. Of course, I'm in a park in gloves, so. You're not very babushkid. I've seen Shelly when it's very cold, where she just gets wrapped in 27 layers of stuff. I know. She's looking at you like she's expecting something. I don't know what it is. My dog, my dog looks yes. at me that My dog looks at me that way when he needs to go out. So I did and Mark didn't? When he and I were oh, both you talking? did, and then he just joined the trade. Oh, sorry. You do that a lot. Okay, we're ready for you, Shelly. What's up? Nothing. Oh, so apparently I didn't interrupt anything. Yeah, I was saying something, but oh well. Have apparently, it's not important. Please continue. Oh, for crying out loud, it's not that important. Can we get on with the boozy news? <coughs> Are you sure? You yes. Sure? You want to put your lung back in first? <coughs> My lung is back in. Okay. You want to interrupt it with the boozy news? So if I ever want to interrupt, I just say, Well, it's time for the boozy news, and the news not fit for booze. <laughs> okay, hold on. You guys talk amongst yourselves. I'm having a hair emergency. Oh, I see. Uh, okay. 
And it's time for the yep. boozy news. Unless yeah. Shelly needs Shelley to has a hair. Now she's having a clip emergency. Right. Now she's having a tissue emergency. Yeah. Shelly is just like. Shelly's just like a disaster looking for a place to happen. Yeah, it's all, everything's all over the floor. It's on the ground. She's putting her hair up. Yeah. I know. Don't worry. It's just the radio. The fans can wait. Yeah. You're not getting picked up real well, Bruce, by the way. I'm not? Yeah, it's a little better. Yeah, okay. maybe if you talked into the mic instead of the side Well, of it. it's hard to talk into it more than having it pointed right in my yeah. face. You have a tendency to talk into it outside like this. See how low I am? If I talk to it like yeah, wait, see, yeah, see get... now I'm talking like this. All right. Yeah. The microphone has a receiving end and a giving end. So do I. <laughs> oh, I knew oh. there was something coming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know no, you wait. do. No, that yeah, that doesn't sound right all of a sudden right. now that I think wow. about it. Okay. I'm sorry for the hair, but it's just my hair is wet I from my bat. So and I Shelley. You interrupted her again. God, you did it again. You did it. You did I it. I wasn't even, you know what? I wasn't done with my thing when you started You did talking. it again. Let's do it. You were putting a cigar in your mouth. That must have been. That must have been your receiving end. No, I. (laughs) We'll run it back and see if you'd finished your sentence. Here we go. Okay. Anyway. So if I have a train of thought, it better not be more than one sentence. Uh oh. We make it through a whole show like this. I'll make sure that all my trains of thought only have the end with one sentence. He's doing it again. Shout out to the Rat Pack. Let's do the news. Uh, In Laguna Beach. Right here. Yes, right here. And? So does something uh, happen in Laguna Beach? California? I mean, the Laguna Beach Public Library patrons are quite upset because they have discovered that there are homeless people watching porn on the library computers. Aren't they, aren't they supposed to block that? Uh, they only block it on, most libraries only block it on the children's computers. Because it's a freedom of... Oh, so it's a freedom Shelly of speech. Just, Shelly so, just opened the floodgates. So no kitty porn. No kitty porn. It's well. It's a, a freedom of uh, freedom of uh, speech issue. Freedom of information issue. Something like that. They can't block it legally. They can't block it on the adult computers. They can only block it on the computers for minors. Why is that? <laughs> I mean, I don't know why that's a why that's a. It's a First Amendment issue. Um, yeah, but you're in a public place. It, is it a First Amendment issue if if the Kavina you know playhouse down there doesn't you know won't play. You know, porn movies. No, that's just like, that's just a matter of it's audience. X rated theater. That's just a matter of audience. I don't know. I just know that's the way it is. She's uh, just doing the news. I'm just doing the news here. I'm just asking a uh, question. One of the patrons uh, asked the the question. Well, you don't have porn magazines in the library, so why can they watch the porn on the computer? That's that would have been my next question. Okay, as someone who works at a library, I would say the reason we don't have porn magazines is because the magazines are generally in an area where children can have access to. The adult computers generally children don't have access. I thought it was because all the pages Public. were stuck together. <laughs> Plus, I think that people might have an issue with spending <coughs> public funds on Hustler. Why? However, we're not losing. It's not like we're paying any extra for them to go to porn sites. <laughs> Depends. <laughs> so, if somebody donated the porn magazines, it would be okay. There we go. No, because they'd still be in an area accessible to children. Why don't we put them next to the computers? There you go. <laughs> put them right next to the adult. That computers. would probably make the police come a lot because if they were right next to the computers and they had access to porn. There would be a lot of like you know public indecency things going on. And the cops would be called all the time, which is you know, exactly be really what happened cool, in the story, by the way. You know, it would be really cool though 
It'd be like like a two for one. You could get Pee Wee Herman to perform for the children, and then go over to the porn section. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Actually, that's exactly what happened in this in the story. Actually, Joseph Clarence Cormier was put under a citizen's arrest by another library patron because he, there were a group of homeless men that were all gathered around one computer because one of the guys had a card, and they were watching the porn. And this one guy, Joseph Clarence Cormier, was, was fondling himself. He was the pivot man. I don't know. I suppose. Circle jerk. <sighs> Brother. All right. Let's see what else. Um, there's a lawsuit against American Airlines, which has also filed for bankruptcy, so we'll see how far this lawsuit gets. <laughs> uh, the wife and daughter of the late Othon Cortez are filing a lawsuit claiming that their meal that they served him on a flight uh, from Barcelona to New York was contaminated with bacteria and caused his death. Oh. It was contaminated with Clostridium perfrigans bacteria. Bruce, would you like a light? What is that? I don't know. Perstrigid with the Vinigidians? Clostridium perfrigans. That sounds like something Harry Potter says right before he unleashes <laughs> something on someone. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? It does cause foodborne illnesses, and apparently that's what they found in his body, but the airline is saying it wasn't them. It was a disease created by what's-her-name? Hermione Granger? No. The writer of the books. J.K. Rowling. Yes. Oh, okay. Let's see. It's a J.K. Rawlings disease. Speaking of airlines, well, actually, this isn't the airline. This is our, our friends at the TSA. Oh, um, is this a little old lady? No. Actually, I saw oh. that story, but, you know, we had one kind of like that, and I'm not entirely sure that she was really telling the truth, so <laughs> I skipped that story. Ooh. Um, our, our newswoman became judge and jury and censor. What happened? <laughs> It's not a censorship issue. I can only do so many news stories, and that one wasn't as interesting. What's the story? The story is there was a 17-year-old girl, um, Vanessa Gibbs, got pulled out of the line, the security line, because of the design on her purse. Oh, I saw that one. Her purse has like a boss relief, a bas relief, uh, a drawing of an Old West-style Colt gun. And they pulled her out of the line, wouldn't let her get on the plane because they said it was a replica weapon, which is banned. But you can't take the picture off the purse. It's not removable. It's not It's not a thing. It's a design on the front of the purse. Huh. How are they pulling that it's a replica if it's That's eight. what they're saying. Because it looks like a gun. It's a picture. It's a realistic. I know, but it looks like a flat gun, right? Yes. Or, well, yes. well, you know what, though? You said it's a relief. It's it's like a mm. it's like a puffy thing. Like yeah. like, there's, like there's stuffing inside. I mean, obviously, I could see why they pull her aside, but I would think the moment they grabbed a hold of it and realized it's not a gun, they would let her go. She on. flew like three or four other flights with three or four other flights purse. with the purse, and never, never had a word said to yeah. her. But then she's on her way to Florida. Well, I mean, I, I can understand. Okay, it's a relief. It, it looks a little three D because that's what a relief sculpture is. Is it's kind of three D sticking out of a wall. I could see where they might pull her aside for a moment, but then when you feel it and realize it's a purse, you and they took everything out of the purse, out of the pockets. She didn't have anything objectionable in her purse. I don't know. Thank you, TSA, thought, for keeping us safe. Yeah, safe from persons. No planes blew up that day, right? Uh, no. And there we go. We had the little old lady who is <laughs> 85 years old today. 
who who got pulled aside, and she's like, "I'm 85 years old." She goes, "I weigh 93 pounds, and I'm in a walker or something." She goes, "Do I? Am I your typical terrorist?" And the first thing I thought is, "No, but that's why they pulled you aside because otherwise it's profiling." Mm-hmm. Well, no, she's claiming she's she wants to sue because she's claiming they strip searched her. Do you have because well, f- she's so hot? Do you have any stories from Fresno? I don't think so. Why? Okay. Did, Bill Did you have one? Any? Huh? Do you have one? Uh, just the one about the the Muslim ladies who went into a store and bought every um, disposable cell phone that they had there. No. And they found out that they'd been buying all the disposable cell phones at like every store in Fresno. <laughs> no. What yeah. for? We don't know what for, but those are the same cell phones they use to do the improvised explosive Detonate. devices. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's scary. So what are they going to do with it? Don't know. Wow. Okay. Let me. That's take all this, we know. Let me yeah. take this moment to say, Bill. Get on hell, it, Bill. Yeah, get on it. Get on it, Bill. Oh, by the way, <coughs> I'll take this opportunity to say it on the air. Bill sent Mark and I in a bunch of nice Gray Cliff cigars. So thank you, Bill. Thank you, Bill. Bill sent cigars, folks. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not Mark, saying anything. I'm just saying. <laughs> Mark's like, Bill sent cigars. Now he sent cigars. He sent Greycliff cigars. Yeah, by the time this yes. goes up, it'll probably be too late to say anything There's a Christmas. couple of Greycliff double espressos in there, I too. know. I saw. Yeah. Yes, okay. Um, there's a list. Sarah sent me a list. And actually, I had read this before. Of the <clears throat> the 10 most Bruce, Bruce uh, the ten most shoplifted items during the holiday season. Well, please read it to us. Okay, number ten is Nikes. Now, are, are the, let, let's let's do this. Are they all gifts? Some of them are, but some of them I'm some looking at going, huh? Not, not gifts, right. right? You want to take a shot at any of them, Mark? Nah, just read. Okay, number ten is <laughs> Nikes. People will wear flip flops into the store, try out a pair of sneakers, and walk out. Pants? Uh, no. Number nine is Chanel number no. five, specifically. Really? Yes. Well, it's expensive, but there's a lot of them that are way more expensive than that. Well, yeah, but it's like the classic perfume for a gift. Okay. Why don't you steal Cartier? Okay, two uh, things so far that I won't be stealing, but okay. go ahead. All right. Yeah. Um, so far this year, and usually in number eight, the, the rest of the story, I will print out the list, but the rest of the story talks about this. Usually in seven or eight position is some kind of a Sesame Street toy. And this year it's Let's Rock Elmo. As Remember the flap tickle over me, Tickle Me Elmo? Elmo? Yeah. Parents who can't afford the toy are stealing it for their kids. I'll bet I know it when the next you take one. Elmo. It's that Harry Potter Wait. broomstick that vibrates. <laughs> you take Elmo and you add like baking soda and water and you rock him up? Yeah, yeah let's rock Elmo. Wow. Let's rock Elmo. <laughs> okay. You know what? That would be funny. Let's rock Elmo. I, I, if, I, if I could only do an Elmo impersonation. Yeah, I know. I'd have him cooking up rock right now. Yeah. Okay. Number seven is Polo by Ralph Lauren. Oh. Yeah. Uh, number six is men's deodorant body wash called Axe. Axe. But Axe is cheap. And it smells I mean, bad. Well, it, it's cheap. The funny thing about the, the thing like Chanel, most cosmetics counters or, or counters where they sell perfumes, those are locked up. I mean, even if you go to Rite Aid or one of these, uh, you know, gr- yeah, uh, you know like drugstores yeah. well, you know, or something. Cartier and things like that are locked up. Well, so is Chanel. I mean, all those. All if you go yeah. to any of these places, it's like you 
You'd have to work pretty good. To take Chanel number it. five doesn't yeah, smell but, particularly good. Yeah, though. but for it to make no, the it top doesn't. ten, it would have to be being stolen a lot. It's yeah. being stolen by idiots. Um, no. Getting caught, apparently. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Yeah. Uh, number five is the Gillette Mach 4 disposable razor blades. Yeah, that's because they're like $12 yeah. for like two or three yeah. of them. Uh, number four is the iPhone 4. The 4 this or the 4S? Again. How do you steal an iPhone? Yeah, I, I mean, know. someone is, well, unless they're literally, you're sh- someone's showing it to you and you take off running with it. That's it the iPhone. Like a cash and dash kind of thing. The iPhone 4 is the top of the list, but other electronics are also high-risk items. Uh, the re- this research group claims that 100,000 laptops are stolen annually from big box stores. Um, oh, you know what? The, those are people that somehow get them into their cart and underneath the cart or something. Trying to some guy who puts them in his pants. <laughs> in his pants, his big pants. Number three are electric tools. From Home Depot or something? It doesn't say from where. Okay. Yeah, but you know what? Because Home what? Depot doesn't have, they don't have like those things. The, uh, yeah. The, the sensors. Yeah, they right. do. Oh, yeah, they do. Really? Home Depot yeah, does, yeah. Do. I've walked through them. Uh, yeah, you could probably get around them, though. Yeah. Number out, out to the entrance. Number two for the holiday season is Jameson. Yeah. Booze. <gasps> oh. Oh it's yeah. It's a very expensive booze. I used to I used to rip off booze from Liquor Barn, and it'd be real easy, especially this time of year. You'd wear a big jacket with like a map pocket in it, and you could put two quarts in there easy. Yeah. You just have to put a sock or something in between them so they don't clink. Yeah. And the number one item stolen during the holiday season is filet mignon. People go to the grocery store, load up their pants with filet, and walk out. Really? <laughs> Guy walks out, steals a filet mignon, gets three dates on his way out. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but they're all from dogs. <laughs> um, in Aspen, Colorado, Brooke Mueller, Charlie Sheen's uh, ex-wife. Oh, I was say, yeah, what happened with that? Uh, What'd she was, steal? She was just arrested on during a... Full routine ice. walkthrough at the Belly Up Bar late Friday night when a woman claimed she had been arrested by Mueller and when the police came to uh, wait, wait, discuss... Wait, she'd been arrested assaulted, by... Assaulted, assaulted. When the police came to discuss the matter with Mueller, uh, she was taken into custody and when she was searched, she also picked up the felony possession of cocaine charge with intent to distribute, which means she probably had a lot of it on her. Well, she was... Losing! Just, she was just... Yeah. yeah, she was just holding it. Yeah, Perfect. She was just holding it for Charlie. Yeah, right. Of course. Uh, there are two stories from the same area, both cited by Robert, so I'm going to wait till the next show because I want to do them at the same time, and I only want to do one more for today. Okay. But where is it, the one that I wanted to do? Okay, Facebook, dub Facebook criminal of the week. Perfect. In Iowa, a 30-year-old woman named Jennifer Christine Harris of Des Moines is being held in prison on a $100,000 bond for arson after she set fire to her neighbor's house because they defriended her on Facebook. They burned down the couple's garage. She burned down the couple's garage. I think there's more to that story. Well, what happened was the two had been friends and they were on Facebook and they decided to plan an event and post it on Facebook. <clears throat> they were going to have a party and they, they put posted the event on Facebook so it's going to be this gigantic party, right? Well, they started getting a whole bunch of declines, and they started to think maybe the party was going to be a bust, and they got an argument over whose fault it was. So, it was clearly the one whose garage got burned down. Yeah, so the one whose garage got burned down, the Rasmussen's, uh, that's their last name, uh, 
the woman defriended her on Facebook because the argument got really heated and she didn't want to speak to her anymore. So Jennifer Christine Harris decided to burn down their house. That's a rational response, don't you think? Burning down the house. I can't remember I know, I can't remember the words either. We're in for nasty weather. You know what? When this what? show very, 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 very first started, mm-hmm. that was oh yeah, that was uh, one of that the songs. was our uh, our theme music. I don't know why we chose that, but that was it. Okay, and that's the end of the boozy dude. The New Way Foundation Victory House Aware Program is a state licensed and certified substance abuse treatment provider located in Burbank. The New Way Foundation has a 50-bed residential program for men 18 to 64 years of age without insurance and outpatient programs for both women and men. New Way is a nonprofit foundation that is partially funded by Los Angeles Substance Abuse Prevention and Control under the Public Health Department and provides affordable and effective treatment. For over 40 years, New Way has been located in walking distance from beautiful downtown Burbank, numerous parks, and major transportation lines. In comfortable settings, nearly the entire continuum of care is offered by state-registered and certified counselors and interns. Don't wait for an accident, arrest, or overdose to contact us. Help yourself or your loved ones find treatment and the joys of recovery. When your way doesn't work anymore, try the new way. You can reach us at 818-842-9416 or on the Internet at new-way foundation.com helping 25,000 people find a new way since 1967 yeah that's not what I was going to say but we won't go there because Shelly won't play along I know she won't welcome back Shelly hi <laughs> so Shelly's got a topic. Yeah, Shelly, what do we talk about? Her <coughs> coffee. Um, I want to talk about what happens when, and this is a program issue, when you've been told something in confidence, and you don't want people gossiping about it or talking about it, but you need some advice on what to do about it because it could impact the group. But in you more than one way. In more than one way, but you can't tell it because you've you've promised that you wouldn't say anything so uh, so you've you have to talk in generalities about the issue but then in order to protect the group you kind of have to tell the particulars what do you do tell your sponsor who's lead that music by <laughs> but telling my in this case that i'm talking about telling my sponsor wouldn't solve anything shelly do you want to make up a hypothetical do you want to tell us what really happened under a hypothetical? <laughs> okay. Let's yeah. Give us a for instance. Right. Person A divulges some information to me about person B, and it's a reliable source. Person B... Is it communicable? No. Okay. Person B is in a position where they may be in a service position at a meeting, and they really shouldn't be. Okay. Well, they're not yet. Not yet. But it has been suggested that they become a person in a service position. Okay. And somehow, the secretary of the meeting needs to tell the other secretary of the meeting, but can't tell the other secretary of the meeting because she told person A that she wouldn't say anything. Okay. 
So how do I fix it? How well, do, wait, how does oh, the hypothetical It's no longer hypothetical fix it? now. It's Sorry. you. <laughs> hey, what? How does the hypothetical me fix that? Well, maybe, maybe, you should, maybe you should throw the rest of it in there. Okay, why don't the you? Because I'm the hypothesis. Okay, wait, wait. Let me just guess. <coughs> Somebody went out and got loaded and doesn't have the kind of time that they that they portray to have. And is currently correct. Continuing. Okay. And the spot would be a treasurer. Okay. Which clearly we know. So what? Off. Well, I mean, clearly you can't give someone who's getting loaded the treasury. I mean. That it'll be just like CA in the early days. Do they have a job? I don't know. Yes. Oh. Uh, but Shelly, what are you doing? Okay. My my. So the, so that's the that's the scenario. Someone's getting loaded. They're flying under the radar. Nobody else knows, and I mean nobody else knows. Nobody knows. Uh-huh. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have known. Uh huh. So. That would be the question. Well, I know what my answer is. I know what my answer is, but Shelly, go ahead and tell us what you think. I don't know what I'm thinking. I'm oh. so flabbergasted by oh, the whole you, thing. I'm just you actually like, put this out as a question? Yeah, because I don't know what the to elders? do. Yeah, I because... Okay, Bruce, what would you do? Well, first of all, what I said is if there's someone who's getting loaded, if, if we're not even taking into account the idea that someone is going to take a position in a meeting because clearly they can't you know now that we don't know that they're getting loaded you know my 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 position is if someone's getting loaded and they're hanging around my sponsees who may at this time of year be shaky at best i want to know who it is because it becomes a risk issue i mean anytime anyone's getting loaded around meetings it's a risk it's like it's like do you do you take the chance of really? seeing this person off for a minute, or do you take the chance of someone taking several people out with them, or giving someone th- this particular person? It might have to do with something fairly heavy. How'd you like to get a ride home from this person and have them crash with three of your sponsees in the car? You know, it's like I'd rather take the chance on pissing someone off that they, or, or at least go to the person that told me in confidence and go, look, here's the issue. This person's loaded. You driving could run into someone out in the parking lot. I mean, there's all kinds of things. You know, I would hate to be the guy that would say, "Oh, I'm trying to protect this person," and no, and have someone get run over in the parking lot. How do you live with that? <coughs> so I'd rather know. What's your consensus? Well, my issue with it is, if somebody knows it. And they're sharing it with you in confidence. They're the ones who have the responsibility to call their friend or the person that is doing it on the matter. Yes. If they fail, if they fail to do that, at this point, all I can do is turn it over to my higher power, and realize that everyone is voted into a position by group conscience, and group conscience is all that matters. So you can vote against the person, but if you're not willing to say something, then you don't have the position of being able to subvert the process. Well, and actually, when this came up, I told I told a I told a 
hypothetical person <laughs> on a hypothetical situation that why isn't the person that told you this talking to them about it? Okay, person A has called person B on their uh-huh. behavior. Okay, and? And person B has told them that they're full of it. Well, then they're full of it. Um, Getting person loaded. A has cut themselves off from person B. That's all they can do. Um, I guess. I guess this is why part I don't of understand my, the confidence thing. Part, I guess yeah. part of my problem is that I don't want to break the trust that I have with person A. Okay. And I have discussed today with person A. I mean, I guess we're not entirely hypothetical anymore, but I have discussed today with person A the ramifications of this and that I, I do need to discuss this with a few people. And she said, okay, but how do we then hold an election? What if person B gets nominated? We can't, and then what do I just say in the meeting? I'm sorry, you can't be nominated. I mean, I don't know what to do. Can I give you a non-hypothetical? Okay. We had that happen recently with a guy we all know who has admitted lately that they had gone out. Uh, but we had a, a person that was involved in something, and although no one had come out, like you actually been told by someone, this person's getting loaded. This person's actively going after this. I've seen them do it. They're doing it, blah, 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 blah. We had someone that was suspected, and there were people in the program that walked straight up to this person and said, you're getting loaded. You are in danger of dying or, you know, whatever. You are in danger of endangering the group and went straight up to him and said it. And what I don't get in this situation is the person that's telling, it's already gone so wrong for them that they're not even associating with the other person anymore. I'm, I'm wondering where the confidence issue is coming in. It's like, what are they really trying to protect? You can't really protect the other person because they got to be worried about them. Yeah, but if you're if you're worried about somebody getting loaded, then you have to address it with them. Trying, trying, and you know what this comes down to is something I see so often in this program. A lot of people like to just pass the buck. I know something, so I'm going to tell somebody else because I don't have the balls to handle it. Then tell them that I don't want them to tell anybody. Yeah, you know, (laughs) it's like pass the buck, but I I don't want you to do anything outside. Want you to hold it outside of a fifth step. There's not a whole lot people could tell me that I won't pass on in the rooms if I feel it's necessary for the meeting. I had a sponsee who told me that he was going to do something because of something someone shared with him in the program. You know the position I was put in by my sponsor. Yes. That I had to point out that that person was, was willing to break the 12th tradition. So because of that, you know, that's just the way it goes. If you're getting loaded and you if somebody's getting loaded and you know they're getting loaded, it's your job to call them on it. If calling them on it doesn't help, it's your job to let the group know in the meeting. I'm, I'm wondering how far the anonymity goes for people that are currently getting loaded. Anonymity is absolute. Huh? It's absolute. Yeah. It's the spiritual foundation. Yeah. Right. So then you're talking about, for instance. Yes, but within the group, though. Well, well, yeah, within the group. Right. So in, not outside of the group. 
So right. inside the group, you can mm-hmm. light them up, right? Except for you don't have any firsthand knowledge of it. The person who has the knowledge has right. to be the one to bring it up. There's one other. There's one other brief glitch, possibly. Uh, you have a in caveat the, in the huh? hypothetical situation. These people were romantically involved, mm-hmm. and now they're not romantically involved. Mm-hmm. Right. So the question also comes up of, you know, that bastard I was going out with. You know, he's getting loaded. Oh, yeah. I don't ever hear that. <laughs> yeah. He's, you know, he's getting loaded. Well, I thought of that, but there are also some, uh, I've noticed, you know, in hindsight, when somebody tells you something and you go back and think about it, you think, yeah, that's right. Blah, 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 blah happened. There are some extenuating behaviors that support it. Okay. You know. If that person ended up being treasure, they wouldn't be the first treasure to ever be getting loaded and accept the treasury. True. And yet, the whole institution has not fallen apart yet. True. So if the group decides they want to railroad somebody into a position, and the money all ends up gone because of it, that's on the group. I have to tell you too. We were as we were discussing this hypothetical <laughs> hypothetical situation. <laughs> I, of course, am trying to decipher who it is just based on how many people have enough time supposedly to be treasurer. And we're like, well, there's not really anyone with time. And oh, I came up with a list of about twelve or thirteen people it could possibly be. Because we're like, well, it couldn't be anybody else. We could, you know, it's this is one of the only people who could be treasurer. And I'm like. Oh, there's like and 12 then, or 13 And then since, since, they, since they shared it with Shelly, you'd assume it was a female who shared it with Shelly. Therefore, it's a male. So now you've cut the list in half. <laughs> yeah, well, thanks it, a lot, Bruce. Listen, we now, were okay now with figure out what males, were, what males were doing some girl in the program and now aren't anymore. Now you've cut the list down yeah. to just a couple. <sighs> thanks a lot. Now you've, now you've whittled the whole hypothetical situation down into like An a big neon sign. I, I haven't whittled anything. Mark's the one. We were, Mark Mark's and I were... Mark's connecting the dots. No, Mark and I were over here still on person A and person B, and all of a sudden you said, they were romantically involved, and that just cut everything down. Well, because, you know what, in this situation, though, where you're when you're listening to some, someone says so-and-so's getting loaded, a jilted lover, yeah, like I've never heard that before. Don't uh, you remember? Oh, it was the other way around. Don't you remember you and I, someone... The club was talking about us had been drinking, and that club is, like, run by, you know, my ex, practically. I don't think she had anything to do with it, but, I mean, it could be. You know what I mean? It's like somebody hears something or somebody hears something because someone's pissed off at someone else. I mean, how many times have we heard erroneous or straight-out lies or, or, you know, from people that are jilted? They're getting to your erroneous zone? (laughs) The erroneous zone. Uh, I I understand what you're saying. But in this circumstance, I I think think is probably pretty accurate okay so what would your summation be my summation was that in, in, in lieu of final words my summation yes, would be yes miss library summation would be your final words yes sum sum it up uh my summation would be that i'm i'm looking forward to doing a little bit of tap dancing this thursday if a certain person shows up oh so now we know which meeting it's at too Oh, whoops. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Now we've really narrowed it down. <laughs> I'm going to be doing some editing there. Uh, Leave out the Thursday. Twice. I th- <laughs> is, that, is that your And you know, well, actually, if you don't edit it, now you've already let the other person know. 
if they yeah, listen. Yeah, but by the time this goes up, <laughs> it'll put this show up. be over. I'm going to put this show up tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce is going to edit in the middle of the night. Yeah, we'll upload this one now. <laughs> yeah, so, and you'll get a call. Uh, you know what, though? Gee, I mean, Shelly. It's, it's, it's a big issue. Is uh, it is a big issue. And I would, my concern here is I would like to keep the confidence of the person who trust, entrusted me with it, but at the same time, I don't want to put anybody else at risk. Yeah. And it's, I certainly don't want to put the group at risk. Yeah, it's a big issue, but because of the conversation, this issue, Bruce has not given us the topic for the next show, so we're actually okay with this. Oh, okay, good then. All right, go ahead, Bruce. Was that your final words? Yeah. Because uh, I really don't care, so go my, ahead. My, my, final, my final words on it is if it's uh, – when I went to Impact House, they had a thing at Impact House called holding your mud. And if you knew whether you saw it or whether someone told you – that someone was getting loaded, mm-hmm. it was your responsibility to front, basically front them off. Uh, because the idea was when you've got a bunch of loadies hanging around and someone's in active addiction getting mm-hmm. loaded, it's dangerous for other alcoholics and addicts. And uh, their theory there was misery loves company. And when you've got a bunch of newer people like where this one meeting's at, is at a recovery hospital. Uh, yes, Mark? So who would be the one to front the person off? You would. So, Shelly has no direct knowledge of this person going out. Well, at Impact, you didn't have to have direct knowledge. If someone said, hey, so-and-so is getting loaded. As a matter of fact, at Impact, what you were supposed to do is not front them off personally. You were supposed to take it to the facility and the facility who would then say here who would then say here pee in this yes can't do that in a meeting yeah i can't take a cup with me sure you can <laughs> we got someone there we got guy there guy can test him now we've really narrowed this down wouldn't that be awesome <laughs> well, so well we've, narrow, we've narrowed it down because we, we know it's show up now we know it we know it's not guy <laughs> well, i think we should just have one meeting where just everybody tests I was gonna Guy say, did that he... to us. Guy did that to us at outpatient. When I was there, I yeah. wasn't there because of a booze issue. I was there because oh. I was loody. But because I also have chemical dependency issues, one day a week they sent me to the CD outpatient thing. Uh-huh. And he was pretty convinced that there were a couple of people in the group that were getting loaded. Uh-huh. So he sat us all down and had us breathalyze. You know and the... then certain ones we of us he had a pee You know what the difference is for that? And he found the ones that were loaded. You know what the difference of that is? What? It wasn't an AANA or CA meeting. Right. It was a, a hospital therapy meeting right. run by the hospital. You can do that. We should just do that. That would cause all kinds of controversy. Oh. We're going to have a meeting we, test. We'd have, 12, we'd have 12 topics for shows. Yeah. What happens when people fight in a meeting? What happens when your sponsor gets punched <laughs> in a meeting? <laughs> when ha- what happens yeah. when the cops show up and arrest the meeting? I heard today. Yes, because I was painting the windows, uh, the, sh- the Christmas windows at the Alano Club in Covina, and anonymously that that the uh, no, it's not anonymous. Okay, I paint them every year. They know I paint them. Everyone knows I paint them. Okay, the the cops raided the other club when they had a dance, purportedly because of noise ordinance. Which I understand because there's a got crap load of apartment buildings right next to it. But Who well, got I, I don't think anybody got arrested. But I mean, they came in apparently in force, like a number. It wasn't like one cop coming in saying, "Hey, your music's too loud." It was like four or five squad cars came in. Let's somebody told night. somebody that there were drugs there. It was probably person A. <laughs> oh, yeah, it that's it. 
So, Shelly. What? Who are our friends back east? That would be Bruce. The other white meat. He runs the 12-step gazette at 12stepgazette.com. Dot com. Uh, you can read his fine publication online. You can have it emailed to you, or you can subscribe, and he will send it to you in the post. And you can also inquire about franchise opportunities so that you can bring the 12-step gazette to your little burg. Sweet. Mark, do we have any friends online? Uh, yeah, that would be in the rooms. Uh, you can go to recovery101.net. You okay. can scroll down to the in the rooms, click the link, and and uh, you can go right up onto their onto the site. You can put up a profile. You can enter the A of your choice. They have speaker meetings and chat rooms and um, or meetings, chat rooms, uh, online meetings, stuff, stuff. They got stuff. They also have Friends of Recovery 101, which is us. You can go up and you can click on us and you can listen to the show while you search the site. And it's really cheap. Free even. Even. Uh, we've got uh, email addresses at recovery underscore 101 at hotmail.com, recovery 101 radio at gmail.com. And a crack we site. Get the crack staff advertising people at recovery 101 radio sales at gmail.com. We've got videos at youtube.com forward slash easy look and youtube.com forward slash recovery 101 rule 62. Which is don't take yourself so damn seriously. We sure as F don't. Shelly, who's the lead on music by? Forever Ember. Sweet. Shout out to Yvette and the girls. Everyone, try and leave it better than you found it and be the example. We're out. Take care of you. All is
to her just because. 